and welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we examine the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your host, Aaron. I'm your host, James. And here we are. It's minute four and we're about to find out what Racetrack's going to do about the fact that Snipe Shooter stole his cigar. He starts off by saying, that's my cigar. He sure does. Wait, he doesn't, he doesn't say it. He doesn't? He sings it. Because it's a musical. This is the beginning of the first song of the movie, Carrying the Banner, mm-hmm. which we're going to be on well into next week. Yeah. And not just like Monday. I think it might be all of next week, too. Yeah, this is a really long song because yeah. there's like a break in the middle yeah. for some dialogue, right. but then it goes back into it and there's like multiple different pieces and there's this whole big cor- like chorus, like three-part yeah. round harmony situation. Yeah. It's... But we're not there yet. But we're not there yet. Uh, it's going to go up and uh, this minute goes up until I have I smell money. You had a, you smell foul. But I also was doing this after I had taken my notes uh, okay. and I was going back trying to remember. So yours is probably okay. more accurate. Um, so I have that in this minute, the principal singers are Snipe Shooter, who has Racetrack Cigar, Racetrack, uh, Kid Blink, mm-hmm. Specs, and Crutchy. Yep. So just some quick bios of the four people we haven't talked about yet. Snipe Shooter is played by Matthew Schoenfeld, but in this movie, he was known as Matthew Fields. Okay. Uh, He did this and then some commercial work, but now he works behind the scenes as a sound production and post-production guy. Okay. He does like, his most of his credits are like sound production, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Kid Blink is played by Trey Parker, and then I put in parentheses, nope, not that one. (laughs) Um, Because there was a rumor in high school that it was Trey Parker of South Park. But it's yeah. not. Um, Kid Blink, uh, played by Trey Parker, was also uh, Trey Parker was also in the TV show Small Wonder, which I think was about a robot, but I'm okay. not positive. Uh, the after school special, Please God, I'm Only 17. Um, he was a rapper on a TV show called Hull High. I need to know what I, I know. You and I, you have told me this before, but what is Please God, I'm Only 17 about? I think it's about reckless driving, but I'm not positive. Is it reckless driving or teen pregnancy? It's not teen pregnancy. Okay. It's about dying young. Okay, and I think it's about like pressure to race cars but i'm not positive. okay um he was on hull high and he was on a adaptation of the movie caddy woodlawn mm-hmm. um and he was on, on baywatch and all of that was before he was in newsies um he was in a group called eyc express yourself clearly and he wrote a song for andrew firestone that's the third bachelor okay for his wedding oh his second wedding not to the one that he married the Bachelor. Okay. Okay. So that's Trey Parker. EYC, if I recall from my high school days when I discovered the internet and was obsessed with Newsies, I believe they did really well over in Europe. Yeah. Like they opened for the Backstreet Boys and a bunch of stuff like on their like European tours. Yeah. But it's really like I seem to recall Alice managed to track down an EYC album an EYCD. But like, an eycd and had to like order it from germany yeah um they were i think also on jive records with backstreet boys I'm yeah not positive about that sounds representatives right. from jive records uh, get get at me i think jive records is still around but i might not be i have no idea <laughs> I, I think uh, britney spears is also on that on that record label that sounds familiar okay so yeah uh eyc seems about as like early 90s boy band as you can possibly get without being 
a famous boy band. Speaking of early 90s and boy bands, yes. so many of these boys from 1899 have the classic 90s bowl haircut. They sure do, don't they? Like, just all of them. <laughs> so many of them. All of them except for basically Crutchy and David, whom we haven't met yet, because they have curly hair. Right. And Mush, who right. also has curly hair. Correct, correct. For anybody who is new to Newsies, yeah. Kid Blink is the one with the eye patch. Correct. It's never explained why he has an eye patch. But he is based on an actual dude. They're yes. all they're all kind of based on actual dudes. Except I'm pretty sure Kid Blink was actually like in the actual Newsy strike of 1899, Kid Blink was like the ins- like the Jack Kelly. Yeah. yeah, I don't recall if the real Kid Blink had an eye patch. It would make sense right. as to why this one is wearing one, but for all we know, Trey Parker found it in the costume <laughs> shed and was like, "I'm going to wear this." And they were like, "Okay. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Rock on." Do you know your dance moves? You do? Great. Eye patch. Can, can you do them with poor depth perception? <laughs> you can. Okay, then. <laughs> we'll find whatever. Go for it. Yeah. Okay, Specs is played by Mark David. Also does not have a bowl cut, also has curly hair. Correct. Um, He was in one episode of Saved by the Bell, the new class. Okay. And then we get to the reason why Specs has always seemed very familiar to me. He was in the full cast all the years of the Nickelodeon sketch show Roundhouse. He was basically, this kid looks like Jim Carrey enough to be the Jim Carrey of this sketch show. He, if you take off his glasses and let him stick his teeth out... It's uncanny, like, mid-90s Jim Carrey. It's really weird. Did he play Jim Carrey, or he just played Jim Carrey-esque characters? Yeah. Okay. He played he, he played very much characters. Okay. But yeah, so I know him. I was like, this guy always looks familiar, but not with glasses. It's because I watched Roundhouse a lot more than I remember. They, they had a song that was really cool, very, like, mid-90s acapella. Whenever life gets me so down, I know I can d- go down, et cetera, et cetera, um, to the roundhouse. <laughs> um, thank you for finishing yep. the um, right. Yep. line. Yep, 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 yep. Um, <laughs> and the, the other thing is the there was a dad figure because, like, you can't do that on television. There always had to be, like, an adult to subvert the whatever. Right. He had a remote control uh, lazy boy chair. Okay. That he would roll around on, I guess. Only in, like, the credits part. I have absolutely no recollection of this show existing. Yeah. It was a it was a weird time for Nickelodeon. Because it was post You Can't Do That on Television, but pre, like, you know... Lizzie McGuire, yeah, Ethan Stevens? exactly. Huh. Yeah. So, uh, Mark David was in that. And then we have my boy. My sweet boy, Crutchy. Probably my favorite character in this whole movie. Just because he he's so pathetic, but also really, really lovely. He's played by Marty Belaski who was also in Hull High. What is Hull High? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a Degrassi ripoff. I get the... I think Hull is in Canada. I know Hull is also in England, but I think Hull might be in Canada. An American musical teen drama series which aired on NBC in 1990. I couldn't have been more wrong. Not Canadian. Uh, Told the story of Cordell Hull High School, a hip racially integrated school in an urban area. Oof. Involved elements of soap opera, the ongoing and evolving relationships among teachers and students, hopefully among teachers and also among students. Or relationships like friendships or, or mentorships. Sure. Uh, and musical featuring the Hull High Devil, something of a rap Greek chorus whose songs related to the show's plot. Trey Parker was in that rap group. The main adult character was history teacher John, De- John Dearborn, played by Will Lyman, who... I know Will Lyman. What was Will Lyman in? 
Uh, he's an American voiceover artist and actor, perhaps best known for his polished, resonant voice. Oh. He narrated uh, Frontline since its second season in 1984 and plays William Tell in the action-adventure television series Crossbow. Nope. Maybe he just has a... a maybe I'm thinking of Doug Lyman. <laughs> uh, he spoofed his Frontline voiceovers in the 2014 episode of The Simpsons, Specs and the City. Huh. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Well, Interesting. So Marty Belafsky was also in that. It sounds like <laughs> early 90s Glee. Yeah. Kind yeah. I mean, like... He played Louis Plum. Aw. Marty Belafsky did? Mm-hmm. Cute. Mark, hey, Mark David played Mark. Mark David was in it too? Yep. Not positive it's the same Mark David. Oh, there's but, only one Mark David. Come on. Because when you click on his name, it's red on yeah. Wikipedia. Let's see. Trey Parker played Devil Rapper number one. Yep. I don't recognize any other names. Yeah. Hey, if you huh. if anyone's seen Hall High, get at us and let us know. If you think it's, it's on YouTube? It could be. Give me just one moment. Okay. Kenny Ortega was in some way. Okay, so it is, but it appears to be in Russian. Okay. And the write-up also appears to be in Russian. Oh. Uh, but it does mention Kenny Ortega. I wonder if he directed it, and that's why he grabbed that's a bunch of his Hall High probably guys. Probably absolutely uh, what it is. Yeah, it looks like there are... Oh, I'm sorry. It was not Russian. It was Hungarian. Oh. I don't read either or right. speak either. I think you can be forgiven for that. I would accept by everyone in Russia and Hungary. Right. <laughs> I'm sure if I wanted to dive deep enough... I mean, there are clips. Yeah. If I really wanted to dive in deep, I could probably find something on YouTube that yeah. is not in Hungarian. All right. Well, that'll be interesting to find out. Yep. Um, Marty Belaski looks good. His IMDb, yeah, his yeah? IMDb picture is like, damn, dude. Really? I thought so. I'm going to go back and uh, look this up, please. Just bear with me. Well, his IMDb picture just looks like crutchy, but a little older. Which isn't to say it, he doesn't look good. Yeah. I just was expecting him to look wildly different than he did as crutchy. Yeah, no, no, no. But no. he still looks like himself. Yeah, yeah. Kind of reminds me of the guy who played the teacher in Glee. A little bit. I can see it. I can see it. Also, I'm... Seeing other things that he was in. Would you like to continue? Yes. He was also in uh, Men in Black 2. Uh-huh. Pearl Harbor. Yep. America's Sweethearts. Mm-hmm. Boston Legal. Yep. And Sabrina the Teenage Witch. The the Melissa Joan Hart one? I would assume. Okay. That's true, because the new one is called, like, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, right? right? Okay. Um, those are all my bios that I have for this minute. Okay. Um, I have on me back mush, because I really like that. That's just like a quick vaudeville, like, how'd you sleep on me back mush? And then mush is, has no chill whatsoever about Jack being clever. Yeah. Which cracks me up because I like when jokes are immediately explained. Yep. Shout out to Jen from I Never Saw That. Uh-huh. And then I never noticed how crutchy worrying about being, people thinking he's a fake cripple, is the transition into the next part of the song. Yeah. I never noticed that before until, oh, I, really? until I listened to the soundtrack and there's just like an instrumental. Mm-hmm. And then watching the movie, I was like, oh, because that's where the part where he's like, I never, like, when I was growing up, I never noticed that, like, they're saying, he's like, I got to find a new place where no one knows me, Tribottle Alley or the harbor. Yeah. Like, it never occurred to me that they're responding to him because I I guess I'm not used to good musical integration. Yeah. Where it's not like, you know, piano, interlude, now sing. Like, well, and the soundtrack honestly should have... I don't, included at least some of that conversation. I don't like when soundtracks are like, and then 
there's non-singing happening, so whatever. Never mind that it's, you yeah. know, relevant to the singing. Right. It's not like they didn't have them in the studio. You can recreate that. Yeah. But that is when we first get to hear Michael Gorgian sing. Um, Boy, can he. I have uh, skittery over-the-top singing part one as my last note for the minute. I don't care how over-the-top it is. His voice makes me so happy. I have have heart-eye emojis. I just have skittery's voice and some heart-eye emojis. That is my note. It's perfect. It's lovely and great. And, And if he did any less than that... It would be a disservice to himself, us, the audience, and the musical. Yes. He should be over the top. It's just hilarious that he, we've first seen him getting, you know, slapped around. And uh-huh. then he's like, I can sing. Like, yeah. it's, it's really, that's really funny. Um, can I talk to you a little bit about Bottle Alley? Sure. Tell me about Bottle Alley. Okay. So I have a theory that Newsies was written to be taking place in uh, 1895. Okay. And then they were like, crap, the Newsboys strike was in 1899. All right, well, no one will notice. We'll put based on actual events and <laughs> and then we'll just call it good. So um, there was a place called Mulberry Bend. Okay. Um, which was one of the worst parts of the five points. I, don't only, I only know the five points from the Leonardo DiCaprio, Daniel Day-Lewis, Cameron Diaz movie, The Gangs of New York. Which I have not seen. It's over the top, but I enjoyed it. Okay. If you like seeing glass broken, you should see that movie. Okay. So much glass breaks. They're like, I need to shoot. Let me bang out each one of the panes of these glass just to stick my gun through one of them. It's okay, really funny. Sure. So it had multiple, uh, Mulberry Bend had multiple back alleyways, such as Bandit's Roost, Bottle Alley, and Rag Picker's Row. However, in 1897, due in part, I'm reading this from Wikipedia, due in part to the efforts of Danish photojournalist Jacob Riss, Mulberry Bend was demolished and turned into Mulberry Bend Park, which was uh, it was designed by Calvert Vaux, and then in 1911 it was renamed Columbus Park. Okay. So, um, have you ever seen? I didn't take a picture. I didn't copy that picture. Jacob Riss, R I S R I I S, um, wrote this book basically about like shady parts of New York in okay. like the late 1800s. Okay. He took this picture. It's a famous picture, and I feel like maybe you've seen it, but maybe not. He basically took this picture from an alley, like the, the the front of an alleyway, and you see all these men looking at him, and it's like one of the scariest things because you're like, shit, he should not be taking a picture. They're gonna kill him because he just probably interrupted like drug deals and murders and all sorts of stuff. Was the book called How the Other Half Lives? Yes. Yes, it does look like he is about to get his ass kicked. By like six people. Yeah. Um, I think that the cover of, I'm now realizing the cover of the Gangs of New York book, which I have in my on my bookshelf, is that picture, but colorized. Oh, okay. Because they were gangs in New York. So yeah. that was a good picture to use. So I, I took a picture, I, I copied a picture of what Bottle Alley itself looked like. It looks sort of like a beachfront condominium now that I'm looking at it. Oh. But imagine this in, in the middle of a gross part of New York. Yeah, okay. Sort of looks like a condo if the beach is behind it, but if yeah. more city is behind it and you're going to get it's killed. It's like just a building. Yeah. That's not an alley. It's just a, that's a building. Right. So uh, it was at 47 Baxter Street in New York City. Okay. Uh, it was demolished in 1897, as I said, replaced with a park. And my here's my theory. Maybe they still call it Bottle Alley. Even though it's a park, they're just used to... Because it's two years after the demolition. Maybe they're just like... You remember where... Instead of saying, remember where Bottle Alley is, there's now a park? Yeah. There is where where Mush is suggesting. Um, Then they said, um, uh, try um, Bottle Alley or the Harbor. Try Central Park. It's guaranteed. That's Uh Racetrack's contribution. Uh, 
it Central Park reached its current size in 1873. Okay. And then immediately went into a period of, of awful decline uh, into the early 20th century before, like, the post-war, there was a dude whose name is escaping me, Robert Moses, came through and was like, what if we cleaned up Central Park? And okay. everyone was like, okay. So and in 1899, it was probably not guaranteed. Correct. Unless you wanted to, like, get murdered. Correct. And that, that's don't go to Central Park after dark sort of stuff. Sure. Was all from that kind of time. And then I then my only other note, well, I have two other notes. These are all very shady spots to stake out, which I think is really interesting. They're basically telling him, you can sell papers here or here or here. But, like, the harbor where the, like, boat guys are. Yeah. Or one of the worst parts of where the gangs are. Or, like... Central Park, where it's good during the day, but don't sell papers after night because you'll get straight up stabbed too. But like, also, why would you? Right, right. Fair, fair point. Yeah, I thought I thought it was interesting that like these are all suggestions that these boys are making. Yeah, to the crippled one, which sure. also I really like how they they give him they bust his balls just as much as like a non crippled person. I'm, yeah, they don't treat Crutchy any differently. Yeah, I really like that a lot. Yeah, same. And then the only thing I had never noticed before, when Jack says try any banker bum or barber, he's shaving. So he has mm-hmm. sh- he flicks some sh- some shaving cream on mush, which I feel like took a lot of dexterity um, to get mush. Um, but he's shaving, and you see in the background, uh, Crutchy, kind of like feel his own face, okay. and then you can see him be like, "Man, I wish I had hair to shave on my face," <laughs> and then he just sort of walks away. Ah. When, so, I, when I was younger, I was always confused because the way the boys are all, like, facing each other, it almost looks like a mirror. Should so be then a mirror. He, yeah, so, like, he flicks the shaving cream, and it hits mush in the face, and it, and that's the moment where I'm like, every time, even now, I'm like, oh, right, not a mirror. Right. Never mind that he's looking at a person who's not his own reflection. Right. Well, it should be a It almost feels like a musical magic he's, thing. He's shaving in right. in that, like... I can't imagine trying to shave. I mean, I don't shave my face, but yeah. I can't imagine trying to shave my face without a mirror. That just seems like, especially with a straight razor, with that seems stri- like a bad plan. Yeah, with a with a safety razor, I, I will I will shave my face without a mirror because you basically just are like, it's like mowing the lawn. Sure. Like if you have a beard, it's sort of like get all the parts that aren't smooth skin. Sure. But like it's not, it's not like Central Park, certainly not guaranteed. Like Right. But a straight razor, I feel like that's a really good way to lose a piece of your face. Truth. To shave without a mirror. Truth. And like, it feels like, does, is the answer mirrors were too expensive for the boarding house? Or maybe they got broken really easily? Or maybe it just didn't work for the scene. Right. Is it is it musical magic or is it that mirrors are, uh, are an unlikely thing? I, I, I Yeah. I think it's probably more like the the staging right. worked better without mirrors. You don't want mush and... and whoever else to be behind right and you don't want to see cameras in the mirrors right. and yeah. frankly it looked very crowded in that room God, the, the the boarding room scenes a little stress me out because it reminds me of the my least favorite parts of camp yeah all right well if you would like to chat with us about minute four you can find us on twitter at newsies minute i'm individually on twitter at unabashed james and i'm at unabashedly aaron until tomorrow soak them for crutchy The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.